When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, baseball family. Now, last week, we discussed who was on this new batch of Hall of Fame possibles, hopefuls, let's call them. There you go. And despite how many of the names I butchered, which, (laughs) let's just be honest, I did not, was not in a good place when I I was talking about Mark. What's his name? Mark. Uh, Burl, is that what you said? Instead of Burley? Yeah, Burley. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no no offense, promise. However, um, Brad and I have a couple of uh, like overarching opinions about this year's Hall of Fame ballot. And the first one is, for me, that these names are currently irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hope that's okay to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, seriously, it's just that's that's just usually how it goes with your first your first time on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Well, and and really, like there there are a couple guys on there who I think you can make a case for, um, like Tory Hunter. Yeah, like you know we talk about X Factor all the time. That guy had X Factor. Like he he was a very good player. It's just that he doesn't have the accolades to go with it. You know that right. he's he's only. A five-time All-Star. He did. He did win nine Gold Gloves, two-time Silver Slugger. But that was over the course of like, of a nineteen-year career. Nineteen seasons. Yeah, exactly. You know? And for somebody who I literally bumped elbows with in the Twins press box once, um, mm-hmm. is actually the weekend that he was getting. And this is actually where I was going with this. It was the weekend that he was getting inducted into the Twins like Ring of Honor in the stadium. Yeah. Um, he meant more to individual franchises than he did the league as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because he was a guy who could rally a team around him, could ignite a, ignite a dugout with fantastic plays in the outfield. And he, he was a very good hitter, very good hitter. But yeah, Very good, yeah. He just wasn't one of those standout guys. I mean, the dude hit three thirty one for his career. Sorry, 277, 331 OB, uh, on base. But anyways. On base, yeah. He just he just wasn't one of those guys who was a top level standout Hall of Fame level career his for long enough. He didn't peak long enough, right? So he's one of yeah. the guys who I could like kind of see, but like you know maybe in his eighth or ninth year on the ballot. But this year I don't think he's going to make it. Same thing with like Tim Hudson and Barry Zito. Right. Very very yeah, good exactly. pitchers, important to the staffs that they were, that they were a part of, but overall that they don't feel like Hall of Famers to me. So, tell me how you feel about Nick Swisher being on this list. Like, personally, or as a well, whole? Well, both. I want to see your, your like, analytical side and and your... Does he belong on a, on a Hall of Fame ballot ever, is what I want to know. No. Um, I mean, really, like... <laughs> 
I don't like Nick, Nick Swisher. I didn't like him when he was the A's. I didn't like him when he was, when he was the Yankees. <laughs> I don't like Nick Swisher at all. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I liked I him more. <laughs> I liked him more on How I Met Your Mother than I did on a baseball field. How's that? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like my favorite Nick Swisher is the guy who played him in Moneyball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, Holy smokes. Did you know that dude is six feet tall? Yeah. I had him pegged for like five seven tops. Yeah, he's six feet tall. Because he looks so short compared to everybody else he on does. a baseball field. And look, I'm not taking away from all of the time he spent in New York and did all the great things for the you know, four or five years he was there or whatever, but yeah. I just I just don't I there's this nothing Hall of Fame about this. Nothing. He's only a one time all star. Sixth in the rookie of the year. Like it's almost like he peaked his rookie rookie year, kinda had a little valley, was a was an all star in two thousand ten with the Yankees and then the rest of it was just downhill from there. Like there was no, absolutely yep. nothing at all spectacular about how, about his career. And he was nope. more mouth and attitude than he was ability on the field. He was a bunch of attitude. Yeah, I agree with that. Now Okay, so so this calls into question, and this is how we're going to segue this. It, why do we have guys' names on the list who don't belong and are never going to be there? That's my first question. Well, let's see. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven new guys on the on the ballot. They have to put yeah, new guys on the ballot every year they have to yeah i mean earl says i don't who? think any of those guys would be on the ballot this year <laughs> you know that's what i'm saying like and they're, says they're just on who, the ballot though like they don't have to get right in. in fact you don't even have to use all your votes on the hall of fame ballot hall, hall of fame ballot the writers no, don't have to right so they could just we like know look about at this, this year's ballot <laughs> and be like steroids are not worthy i'm not voting of course you know yeah. So it Well, and it, that's what I'm saying, like who decides that we have to formulate this new class of potentials? I'm not sure. I I do think it's probably the Baseball Writers Association of America though because they're the ones who vote on it. It would have to be. So this we're asking the same people who are potentially going to say absolutely not. That violates whatever standards I've decided to abide by. But but we're going to go ahead and, yeah, okay, just throw some names on the list. Seems yeah, dichotomous. It does. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, there's – I know. Who I... knows if 15, 20 years down the road, eventually, you know, you get that committee, what is it, the Legends Committee or whatever, who voted in Harold yeah. Baines, who says, yep. you know what, actually, Nick Swisher was really a good clubhouse guy – and but just didn't quite live up to his potential on the field. Let's put him in. It's like I'm not saying that would ever happen, but because no, he but happened yeah, to right. be on the That's ballot, that, you know, or yes, or Tim exactly. Hudson, or Barry Zito, who speaking of Moneyball, like those guys actually anchored that pitching staff. That yeah, they did. They were the ones that were helping him win all those games, not Scott Hattieberg. No. You know that they had a really good yeah. pitching staff as why they were winning games. Nobody could, nobody could score any runs off of them. Yeah, right. So, but I just think that there, we have to deal with this like semi-ethical question because that legends committee isn't going to come back and say, 
Nick Swisher if he's never been on the Hall of Fame ballot. So what yeah. we're ending up do what we're doing potentially is muddying the waters for 15 20 years down the road. Could be. <clears throat> and that's where that's where I struggle. That's the issue I have is if there's not inherent merit. If there's not true merit, why put him on the list at all? And and that really bothers me. Yeah, but, and I know I'm a purist, so it's okay. Baseball family, if you agree with me, I want to know. But if you disagree with me, it's okay, too. You should tell me. But I just I think it's dangerous culturally to to blur these lines. And if 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 there's no gold standard uh, that we're that we're going to hold this ballot to, I mean, this this ballot should be the gold standard. Mm -hmm. And so to have people on there that are throwaway names that are just like, yeah, well, he was a popular favorite or everybody hated him or whatever. And mm -hmm. that's why, because of cultural significance or whatever, we're going to put him on the list. That just seems cheap to me. It che cheapens the entire experience. And, you know, maybe this is the other thought I had is that maybe they do have to they have to meet like a certain quota of guys who, have, who they have to put on the new ballot. And this was the best available of guys who have been out of the game for five years, you know, because right. I, do, I feel like. You know, the, the guys we grew up watching in the 90s, um, most of those guys are are either in the Hall of Fame or they're already on the ballot. You know, like I'm looking at it right now, and you've got like Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Omar Vizquel, Scott Rowland, Billy Wagner, Gary Sheffield, Todd Helton, Manny Ramirez even. Like that yeah. was almost like – I mean, granted it was a steroid era, but it was the, it was the era where you knew who everybody was because there was such a huge crop of great players. And then I felt like there was a dip in talent. And I don't know if it was because they cleaned up the steroids for the most part. Um, or or just the next group of players just didn't live up to the talent. And the way the game was played of those guys before. That there's just a group of guys now. Like, like Torrey Hunter, like I said, very good player. But not an exceptional standout in the league. Um, Tim Hudson, great pitcher, but not an exceptional standout in the league because there were guys who were way better than him. And we're just going to mm -hmm. kind of hit that lull for a few years until we get into guys who were just like, you know, larger than life again. You know, eventually we're going to have the Aaron Judges. We're going to have the, the Mike Trouts and, you know, Francisco yeah. Lindor, who we talked about earlier. Like, those guys are going to be on the ballot. Like, there's name recognition again. We know what those guys yeah. accomplished. It's, it was absolutely measurable, not just their impact on the game on the field, but they're actually recognizable off the field finally. Because, like I said, there was a lull where you didn't know who guys were. It seemed like a lack For of sure. talent, you know, yeah. is why. And so well, was it a lack of talent or was it a lack of branding or was it both maybe? I think it was probably both. I mean, you had Bud Selig getting to the end of his tenure there and I don't know <laughs> I don't know if he just was like really not keeping up with the way leagues were branding their players or if he was getting lazy or what. I mean, I'm not throwing any accusations, I'm just throwing suggestions out there, but yeah, it, it really yeah. could be a lack of branding and that's kind of the problem we still have that the league's not branding its players. The players are branding themselves. And that's yeah. part of the reason they're recognizable. But also yeah, because they right. have Trevor Bauer is a perfect example. Right. Yeah. Yep. See, and, and so when what, what's going to be interesting is when we get to the point with, and we're there, we're already there. Everybody knows Nick Swisher is. Everybody knows who that, yeah. who that is. 
But I don't know if they would though. I don't know if they would know who he was if a it wasn't if Moneyball if he wasn't if his character had not been in Moneyball and yeah. b if he hadn't ever actually gone to the New York Yankees if people would know who he was. For sure. No, if he hadn't played in New York, never. Nope. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is we still know the name and is that is that enough? I I think it it shouldn't be, obviously. But right. I wonder if that's what's carrying the day here. And maybe you're right. Maybe there's a quota. Maybe they need to pull over this many drivers to fill their, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. That was Try a really hiding. unfair example I just did. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if we got to go all the way down to Nick Swisher to put this list together, then and nothing against Nick. This, again, this is just my opinion. I'm not coming after anybody. I just think that – that when you compare Nick Swisher to Derek Jeter or Ken Griffey Jr. or some of these other people, even Edgar Martinez, right? Where you're, you, you can mm-hmm. say, okay, I get it. It makes sense. Um, it's, it, this, it just doesn't make sense. Right. I'm really well, bothered I actually by this. Pulled up, so I, I have right here. How do you get on the baseball hall of fame ballot? A player is eligible for election into the Hall of Fame if it satisfies satisfies the following criteria. Um, must have completed competed in ten seasons. Yep. So I think what it is, you take the guys who had ten years in the league and they've been out of the league for five, and that list gets pretty small, especially like I talked about that window where there's kind of a lull in talent, it felt like. Um yep. there may not have been guys who were in the league for ten years. Well, maybe, and maybe you're right. Maybe that's exactly what it is. So maybe, this is and maybe that that's the way the baseball writers can sort of absolve themselves of this criticism that we're offering, and, and by saying, "Look, here's the short list." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. we have to at least ethically, ethically on the other side, we have to at least consider them honestly. And that, okay, so if that's the case, I got it. I can see it. Um, I still think it's wrong. I just understand how they got there. It's still wrong, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because that's that is one of the things. This is going to be the standard. It's going to be the standard. That's the thing about Nick Swisher is that he, like, using him as an example, is that he was an above-average player. Yeah. By no means would I ever say that he was average because he he was in the league consistently, like the entire time from 2004 to 2015 sure. when he retired. Yeah. You know, he had the talent to be in the league for 12 years. He just was not a Hall of Fame-worthy transcendent talent. But if you don't have many guys during that period of time who were <laughs> in the league for those 10 years, then you take what you can get, you know? So, Yeah, okay, but if you're taking what you can get and it's setting a dangerous precedent for who makes it into the Hall of Fame in seven years, yeah, right? So let's say the next five years of ballots are this mm-hmm. way. Where where we think, ah, that doesn't make sense. And then we soften up that position. And then we soften up that position. And then we start voting guys in, like Nick Swisher, in their eighth and ninth years on the ballot because they've been on the ballot for eight or nine years. And we've had seven years of this dearth, this mm-hmm. lull representative. And I think that's wrong. I, well, I think we that... Did- that we did talk last year, though, about how there are years where nobody is elected. Right, and you're right. We did talk about that, and I—I I mean, 
there I, I do think there will be somebody elected this year. But if if it gets to be the pool is just guys like this, which I don't think it will be for for very long. Like maybe we'll only have one or two no. guys voted in in the next two or three years. But um, I mean, yeah, it, it could be the case. We could see it happen more often over the next ten years. So who's it going to be this year? Well, so I have I have the list. Everybody on the ballot. Are you ready? So everybody no, yeah, who is ready mentioned previously like i said kurt schilling robert robert <laughs> kurt schilling roger clemens and <laughs> <laughs> later in here barry bonds omar Vizquel, scott roland billy wagner gary sheffield todd helton manny ramirez jeff kent andrew jones sammy sosa andy pettit bobby abreu okay now bobby abreu this is his second year on the ballot um, he got 5.5% of the votes last year. I think because of the field, yeah. he's going to get more. I don't know that he'll necessarily get in, but he'll get more, right? Yeah. Um, I think Kurt Schilling gets in, honestly, because up to this point, he hasn't gotten in because nobody likes him because of his politics and his attitude. He got 70% of the votes last year. Yeah, and I think I think he gets enough to get in this this next year. The people and he's only got one more year after this on the ballot. He's got one more chance. But I, I think I he will this eventually was his, get in. Is this his ninth year or is this, this is his, his ninth tenth year. year? Yeah, this is his ninth. Oh, okay, year. okay. Um, I don't think Clemens and Bonds get in this year. If they do, the mm. I mean, it's gonna have to be next year. Um, if it's gonna happen, yeah. I I could see Todd Helton getting in. He's only been on the ballot for this is his third year, bro, and he got twenty nine percent, twenty nine point two percent of the votes last year. I understand that. I also think that part of it is because people are going to say, you know what, the impact that Helton had on basically putting Colorado on the map while he's playing for them. And yes, he played in Colorado, so you and that. numbers are inflated. Everybody understands that. Everybody knows that. And that's why he hasn't gotten like that's why he's only gotten twenty nine percent of the votes because he played in that's Colorado. Right. Um, yeah. Yep. But he was never a, he's never associated with steroids. Um, I feel like he's one of those guys who everybody likes, and if guys oh, everybody loves don't yeah. want to vote for somebody who did steroids or vote for anybody who's new on this year's ballot, I think Helton no. gets their vote. Wow. Out of everybody on that ballot, what about him and Andrew Jones? I was going to say Andrew Jones. That's it. I was going to make the same argument for Andrew Jones, actually. And, and I don't know if Andrew Jones makes enough of a jump from nineteen percent. I mean, that's only you know another ten percent. But I don't know if he makes enough of a jump to get in this year. But I think he makes enough of a jump to maybe get in the next year or the next two years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and so Andrew Jones, do you think Andrew Jones had a Hall of Fame career? Here's the thing. He had a really, really good 10-year peak. Like, really, very, very oh, good. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I'm just not sure if a 10-year peak is long enough to get in. Because the last few years of his career was not very good. He's one of no, those guys who went to... The, it's one of those guys who went to the Dodgers when they were paying everybody all that money and they were expected to win, but they yeah. flopped. In 2008, yep. Yeah, and then he went to Texas, 
White Sox, then he ended his career yep. playing less than 100 games York. a year with the Yankees. Yeah, that's right. So it's like the Atlanta years were amazing, but then after that, kind of fell off a cliff. But there well, is... Well, there were some injuries and stuff like that too, right? If I remember yep, right. Yep, there were. And I was going to say there was a, a near-unanimous Hall of Famer a couple of years ago who had a very similar career tra- trajectory. And granted, Andrew Jones Europe. was not was not the transcendent level talent of you know who I'm talking about? Oh yeah, bro. We all know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's Ken Griffey. Near Jr. unanimous. The kid. Yeah. yeah. Right, of course. One person did not vote for him, and I'm sure they were just like, well, those Cincinnati years. Uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. So okay. Okay. So if we're gonna do that same logic from nineteen ninety six to 2007, that's 11 years. Mm-hmm. He averaged in that period of time, what, 154, 152, 154 games, something like that in that same time period? Yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so as far it, as it, games it, played, with, with the precipitous drop at the next season, he played 75. Yeah, well, and I mean, the guy played center field too. And he was an acrobatic, athletic center fielder. So for, for it's sure. the same stolen thing bases we, all day long. Yeah. Yes. And it's the same. Th- I feel like it's the same thing that we learned in the junior documentary about Ken Griffey is that yep. just the years of punishment on his body caught up to him and he started getting hurt and he just could not fully recover. And it's probably the same thing with Andrew Jones that he had those 10, 11 years of absolutely top tier talent, but then it just all, it all caught up to him. He could never get it quite back. Yeah. So I'd like to see him in the Hall of Fame, honestly. I really would. I, I would too. I would too. And 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 you ready for this? Even if he's only in there to stick it to guys like Bonds, I'm happy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, well and Look, that's I'm, that's kind of my Am next I vindictive thing too. about it? Yes. <laughs> that that was actually the next place I was going is that if if guy if steroid guys are getting get in this year and next year, obvious for obvious reasons, like I said, next year's their last year on the ballot for now. Um, this is their chance to get in because Barry Bonds, yeah, always, they always said he's a Hall of Famer before he started taking steroids, but then he did it anyway. Same thing, Roger Clemens, likely a Hall of Famer before he t- started taking steroids, but oh, he did it easily anyway. a Hall of Famer. Both you of know, those guys easily Hall of Famers before they Manny did Ramirez too. Oh, for sure. So and then Sammy Sosa <laughs> just, just a, was it just a cheater? So he'll never get in. But I no, mean, if, I, if, if he's, yeah, he's even if they start voting for steroids guy, they're not ever going to vote for corked bat guy. So <laughs> nope, <laughs> you're right. Well, so he's and never so Sammy Sammy Sosa, thirteen point nine percent of the votes. Who the heck is voting for Sammy Sosa? <laughs> I don't know. And somebody and who, follow up. Follow-up question, what the heck is your problem? <laughs> Do you hate baseball? <laughs> these are my questions. The, I these think are, they're these are important to questions. me. <laughs> valid questions. There is a they're comedian we to used me, to Brad. watch a lot, and her thing was always, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you voting for Sammy Sosa? That's right. I'm so confused <laughs> and maybe a little bit hurt. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. 
of course, I feel the same way about Bonds, and I feel the same way about Clemens, and uh-huh. as it, much as it pains me, I feel the same way about Andy Pettit, and and really that does hurt to say, but I I you can't you can't you just can't have it both ways. I can't be hypocritical and talk about Roger Clemens and not talk about Andy Pettit. You can't do it. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I understand what you're saying on that. Even Andy Pettit with his quote unquote heartfelt apology and saying, I just I just wanted to get back and help my team. Like, dude, it doesn't matter. Everybody's gotta heal naturally. Sorry, it's, man. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Yeah. And it oh it's part, he's part of the core four. He like much of my nineties baseball like love is wrapped up with Andy Pettit's at the middle of it. All of it. And it's just it's oh it's this ugly thing. I'm so sad. Well, I just and, am sad. <laughs> and one of the things that's with Andy Pettit too that was interesting was he kind of revolutionized that lefty step to first because he had that borderline gray area forty five degree step to the bag. Oh, for sure. You know, it's like was he gonna Nobody had a move like crossfire or was he come to first? No, nobody had a move like that. And yeah. nobody has since, and it's insane. Yeah, so Ugh. it is unfortunate that he had such a revolutionary move because I actually played with a kid in high school who could do it really well. He'd get called oh. for a Bach about 30% of the time, but the fact sure. he still went ahead and did it anyway, and it worked. Uh, well, of but, course. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that's like, eh, but, you know, there was the whole steroid thing. So, Yeah, sorry, man. Love you. Yeah. Mean it. Can't do it. Yep. Definitely. Oh, buddy. This is, this is, see, this is where baseball meets ethics. <laughs> and I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, Brick, did you share, I, did, uh, you, did you give us the guys you think are going to get in? Well, I think Schilling will get in. I think, and I think he deserves to be in. I just don't yeah. think people like him and I think they're over it. And it, I think that's great. So I think mm-hmm. Schilling will get in. I can see, um, I can see him being the only one getting in. That's something I can see happening. Yeah. Um, I could see, like you said, I could see uh, him being joined by Todd Helton. I, that makes sense to me. Um, it's not my favorite decision, mm-hmm. but really, it's for me. After Kurt Schilling gets in, then everything I'll be worried about is Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds not getting in. Yeah. yeah. Like I've the only one I'm hoping gets in is Kurt Schilling. Everyone else I'm hoping doesn't. Pretty well, much everybody funny. else at this point. If he's the only guy who gets in, that would be like an absolutely empty ceremony and not for reasons <laughs> of the pandemic. <laughs> oh man. Are we still you know, socially Joe distancing? No, nobody likes you, Kurt. Nobody wanted to come. <laughs> Joe Buck would be there uh just because he's on assignment. You know, <laughs> like that's it. And Tom that's, Verducci as well. Tom Verducci would be it, there. You know, book about it. <laughs> Ken, yeah, book about it. That's right. That's exactly right. Ken Ken Rosenthal sent somebody from the Athletic, yeah. um, just because you have to. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah. right. Definitely. Maybe no. I won't make that joke. Oh man, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.